Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, you're back in the sports bar. It's Danger and Battaglia. Always love catching up with Mark Schofield of SB Nation. Talk some some prospects with Combine next week. Talk a little Patriots as well. Buddy, it's good to have you on. Hope you're enjoying the offseason the way we are. We're ready to get back at it next week with the NFL scouting combine. Want to talk quarterbacks. Want to talk what the Patriots might do at three. But let, let's start with the Patriots and, and the change here. Since the last time we spoke, well, there, there's been a complete overhaul of the organization. Mainly Bill Belichick out. And uh, w- w- how do we pronounce his name, Gene? Well, it, tell Mark the, 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 the story here. Um, I called... So my job was, Mark, at the time, to line up a post-game guest here. And I go up to him and I say, Jared, would you have some time? Great, I'd, ha- I'd be happy to do it. By the way, my name is Gerard. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I mess this up? So he's doing the interview. He's kind enough with his time, does the interview. Now my mind is playing tricks. I'm like, is it Jared? Is it Gerard? Is it Jared? Is it Gerard? Gets done. Now he's a rookie in the league at this time. And I say, I, I don't know what to say. And I'm like... Thank you so much, Mr. Mayo, for your time here today. So for, so here in the Mr. sports bar, your coach is now Mr. Mayo. Mark, appreciate the time. That's the longest intro anybody's ever given Mark Schofield. How are you today? I'm doing well, friends. Great to be back. That's a tremendous story. I think I have to call him Mr. Mayo going forward. Now. I think I'm going to kind of make that stick. What uh, what, are you, what is your take on everything that's gone here on here with the uh, coaching staff? I mean, what we saw Alex Van Pelt hired as offensive coordinator. We we didn't really think twice about it. Like, okay, uh, I guess that's a, a hire. Um, what about you? What do you what do you think about what's gone on here uh, since the departure of Bill Belichick? Obviously, you're not going to replace a legend like that overnight. No, you're not going to replace a, a legend like that overnight, and. You know, I do think it was interesting to find out when the move was made that it was going to be Gerard Mayo, that the indications were that this was the succession plan put in place. And generally speaking, I'm a fan of when teams have a plan and adhere to it. So the fact that the Patriots had this succession plan built into place, built into Gerard Mayo's contract, 
I think is largely something I will view as positive. But obviously, when you are replacing Bill Belichick, when you are replacing somebody that I think we all agree will go into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot, there's going to be a transition period. And maybe that will be a good thing ultimately for New England, that they go through a transition period, that they do sort of have new voices in the room, that we mentioned Alex Van Pelt, that, you know, I, I think there's an idea that the offense will have more versatility, more adaptability. You know, that's something that Van Pelt has stressed since the time he was hired by the Patriots. That's something I think is borne out in the various stops he's made around the NFL. Obviously, he doesn't have a long history of calling plays. He's only done it a couple of times at the NFL level when Kevin Stefanski you know, was sick and, and couldn't be with the team. But I think the, what we've seen from the Cleveland Browns last year and their ability to adapt to a number of different quarterbacks bodes well for this new version of the Patriots offense being able to adapt schematically to whatever direction they decide to go in at the quarterback position. But there will obviously be a transition. I do believe that it's going to take some time. You know, I try to caution the Patriots fans in my life that, you know, it might take a year or two for this team to get back into the mix when it comes to the playoffs. But I am cautiously optimistic and excited about the direction they're going to go in, and I can't wait to see what it looks like on the field. Yeah, unlike the Buffalo Bills, Mark, uh, who right now are staring at roughly $50 million. They've got to figure out how to get off the books to be compliant. Uh, the Patriots have money to spend. What is the expectation? Because it's a young team, you don't have to spend it now. Or should the Patriots go on spend? What do you think the Patriots will do here in free agency? You know, that's the sort of million-dollar question. And, you know, originally when the offseason began and they were staring at the third overall pick and there's an idea that, hey, you know, there's – three quarterbacks or even more in the draft that they could look at at that pick. My instant inclination was, hey, let's draft a quarterback that sort of reset everything here. The closer we get to the combine starting next week, and the more that you see expert mock drafts and things like that, I do wonder if they decide to go in a different direction. I do wonder if, you know, a veteran quarterback and free agency is something that they explore. Now, obviously, there's different ways they can do that. They could go sort of the Gardner Minshew route. They could go the big Swain and the Kirk Cousins route. I mean, those are two wildly different paths they can go down should they go down the veteran quarterback and free agency road. But I think given what we're hearing right now, given what we're seeing, given how this draft might shake out at the top, that's a road they end up going down where they do bring in a veteran quarterback via free agency. Now, I do think they're also added other positions as well. Wouldn't surprise me if they dip their toes into the receiver market. Wouldn't surprise me if they dip their toes into the offensive line market because there are, are a number of positions they need to improve at. But chief on the list is quarterback. And while drafting a quarterback might be my inclination personally, it does look like the door is open for them to address quarterback via free agency. Now, whether it's free agency alone or free agency in the draft remains to be seen, but it wouldn't surprise me if some of that cap space is used on a veteran QB. Mark, I'm curious as to whether or not you think they'll be aggressive in pursuit of that quarterback if they do go quarterback. I mean, you're sitting at three, but you know you have a guy that at one in Caleb Williams that's there. If if you give Chicago the right price, you could have that guy who everybody kind of believes is can't miss. And and I just wanted to get your take overall because we know how closely you watch quarterback play. 
on these prospects, on the guys that that look to be going at the top of the draft, and, and which because I I'm with you. I kind of think. You know, the name that that we said almost in jest the other day, but I don't hate the idea of a guy like Jacoby Brissett coming back to New England and being there simultaneously with a young rookie quarterback that can kind of learn at the same time. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, my fear with respect to the idea of the Patriots being aggressive and trying to get to the top of the draft is there's going to be a steep price to pay for that. And this is not a team, I think, that is just a quarterback away. I think they need more than that. And if you're talking about, you know, paying the price of multiple first-round picks, additional picks in this draft, just to come up two spots, you have to be completely sure that you're doing it for the right prospect. And as we know, we've been talking for years now, there are almost no sure things in the draft, particularly when it comes to the quarterback position. And so as much as I am high on Caleb Williams, as much as I'm high on Drake make, as much as I'm high, Drake may, excuse me, as much as I'm high on Jaden Daniels, that's a big price to pay. And of course, then there's the sort of cost benefit analysis of, is it willing, is it worth it to pay that price? Or does it make more sense to stay pat at three draft the, the quarterback that's left, or even draft the best non QB on the board and address quarterbacks, say, later in the draft, address quarterback via free agency as well. And so, you know, if they were sitting at one, I'd say it would be an easy thing. Just stay there, pick the quarterback, and go about your day. Sitting at three, when you've got two teams ahead of you in Chicago and Washington that are likely going quarterback, it makes it a much tougher decision. And again, it leads into the idea of maybe a Jacoby Brissett and a quarterback at three that you may, you know, have graded as QB two or three on the board. Or maybe a quarterback on day two. And so, you know, they've got a number of different options. Again, I'm curious to see how it plays out. But soon at three, when you've got two QB needy teams in front of you, it's a tough place to be in in some respects. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a great spot, I think, here for, for the Patriots as uh, we're, we're joined by Mark Schofield, who, who covers the team. Uh, Mark, as far as... This is the highest pick the Patriots have had since Drew Bledsoe went number one overall. So the way I see it, it, you know, regardless if it's the Bears or some other team, it'll be quarterback at one, quarterback at two, and here's New England at number three. And I know if you don't go quarterback, you're looking at Marvin Harrison Jr. And I know maybe the timeline doesn't match up, or is he such a talent that you take it? So what what would be the more likely scenario? That, that Because I, I could see the Patriots taking Marvin Harrison. I could also see him getting a lot of phone calls for that number three overall pick and moving down and filling some other needs and uh, you know picking up some extra uh, collateral along the way. Yeah, I mean, there's a number of different directions they can go. And ultimately, it will come down to their evaluation on this class, on these quarterbacks. But like you said, if it is, let's just say in a hypothetical world, Caleb at one to Chicago, Drake at two to Washington, there are teams that will have and do have Jaden Daniels at or near the top of their quarterback boards. And so you think about the teams behind New England that might want to get in the quarterback market. I mean, Daniel Jeremiah... You know, he does his sort of pre-combine press conference, which he just wrapped up. He had his pre-combine mock draft. He had four quarterbacks in the top eight, including J.J. McCarthy. And when he did that, the other thing that he did as well is New England isn't drafted a quarterback. You know, when he put together his mock draft with four quarterbacks in the top eight, 
he's got New England going in a different direction at three with Marvin Harrison Jr. And you can, in a sense, understand that when you look at Harrison, when you look at his ability to play both inside and outside, when you look at what teams like Michigan had to do against him to try to, you know, eliminate or at least, you know, tamp down the production he could put on the field against them, that's a receiver that can step in in day one of the NFL and contribute. You know, and I've seen other mock drafts that have them either trading down or Joe Alt, the tackle from Notre Dame. There's a number of different pathways available to him. There's even a scenario where, you know, they slide back, they pick up additional picks, and they still draft a quarterback a little bit later in the first round, or maybe get two picks in the first round out of it. And so there's a lot of pathways available to them. They have a ton of different options. And with respect to being third overall in the draft, while it may not be advantageous to respect looking at just the quarterback position, I think, as you said, sitting third overall and having potentially the option to either trade that pick or draft the best non-QB on the board, that does put them in a pretty good spot. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I want to talk a little bit more about a name you just mentioned and at quarterback prospects as a whole, Mark, the, the guy that that is intriguing to me, and, and we, we all kind of agree that wins aren't a quarterback stat, but quarterback wins are everything. It's a high standard, but if you're a winner, there's there's something there. There's something to that. And I guess that's what makes JJ McCarthy intriguing to me talk me off this ledge you know will jj mccarthy be that sought after given that during his time at michigan all the guy did was win it certainly feels like you know as we head into the combine the quarterback that's rising is jj mccarthy and you know I, i always sort of remind people that what might be sort of quote rising in the media space might be us just sort of catching up to where the league is you know because i do feel that when it comes down to it Teams are going to talk themselves not just into the wins, not just into the results at Michigan, but the traits as well. You know, it's not like he needed to do a ton at Michigan because he did have, you know, a very good defense that he was playing with. But when he was asked to step up, he performed well. 
He also flashed some incredible athleticism throughout his career at Michigan, as well as in the playoff and the run to a national title. There were moments throughout this season. I remember one throw he had a post route over the middle against Michigan State where he put it on an absolute rope where I was convinced, okay, the league is going to look at him as QB3. Now, maybe the league does come back to that idea. Or maybe he ends up QB4. But it does feel like as we get closer to the combine, NFL teams are going to look not just at the results, but some of the specific traits, the velocity, the athleticism, the things that we seem to value at the position more and more each year, and say, look, this is not just a first-round quarterback. This is somebody that is going to come off the board early in the first round. And there are a number of people whose opinions I trust. But when I see Daniel Jeremiah, who was at the top of that list, put him in the top 10 in a mock draft, I certainly perk up myself. And I do think that the league is going to end up seeing him the same way. Mark, uh, a quarterback that uh, we're familiar with because he's been in the league, but it kind of goes hand in hand with the draft here. The Bears, what do they do with Justin Fields? What kind of package could they get here? Could you get a first-round pick for Fields knowing that, all right, he's shown a little bit, but that's a quarterback you're going to have to make a decision uh, rather quickly if you want to pay or not. Yeah, I still think it would be hard to get a you know, full-on first-round pick in return. I think it's going to be more likely that you see some combination of picks and likely conditional picks. You know, Sam Darnold's got a two and a four, which I think was a bit of an overpay. When I look at Fields and the fact that, as you said, look, you're going to have to make a decision on him pretty quickly in terms of do you pick up that fifth-year option? What are you going to do with him contract-wise going forward? I think it's probably, I, I've put out there a third and a fifth with that third being conditional. You know, if he hits a number of starts or some other metrics production-wise or else, well, you know, another way to do it, that bumps up to a second. But it's hard to see, given the quarterbacks that are coming out right now, given the fact that, look, he's not going to be the only option available, it's hard to see a team giving up a first for Justin Fields. As much as I liked him coming out of Ohio, out of Ohio State, and look, I'll be honest, if he ends up being the sort of veteran quarterback that New England looks at, I wouldn't be ashamed. I wouldn't be disappointed. I'd be excited about that. But I still wouldn't want to see New England give up a first to do it. Yeah, I'm curious about, you know, what the Bears do here and, uh, you know, what their decision on fields is, I think, is is the first domino that needs to fall. What, what are the different scenarios here, Mark, that you could see playing out for Chicago? And I mean, just knowing what we saw last year with what they did, you know, with Carolina to get them in this position, is it too much to ask that they go through this again and they, they have somebody that is willing to take that number one overall pick and, and give up a hole in order for the Bears to do? Because that's a team that, like many of the teams at the top of the draft, they need to, to kind of rebuild it in, in many different areas. Yeah, and it's interesting. Is there a world in which Ryan Poles decides, you know what, a team is offering me three first-round picks or this, this sort of offer you can't refuse, and I say, hey, you know what, we're still sitting there at nine. You know, maybe it's a team, we'll just say hypothetically New England, has given us the offer we can't refuse. We come back to three, and we draft Joe Alls or Marvin Harrison Jr. We pair one of them with with Justin Fields for the next season. And then at nine, say they draft Harris at a three. Then at nine, they draft, let's say, the, the Penn State tackle. Now you've got your tackle, you've got your receiver, you've got all these first-round picks, and you've got Justin Fields. Is that a bad option for them to go down? No, I think you could make that work. The one tricky point here is that, at least right now, there doesn't seem to be that much excitement about next year's quarterback class. 
And for example, last year when they made that trade with the Panthers and they pick up the additional first round pick, there was that thought in the back of their mind that, look, you know what? If it doesn't work out with Justin Fields, we'll now have two picks in the first round. We can go get the guy in next year's class, being this year's class. And you knew of Caleb Williams, you knew of Drake May. And so you at least thought, okay, if it doesn't work with Fields, we've now got the draft capital. We can get one of those guys. Now you're sitting at one, and there's not that same belief in next year's quarterback class. Now we always see somebody rise. You know, this year it was Jaden Daniels. Other years it's been, you know, quarterbacks like Joe Burrow who have risen up boards, Mitchell Trubisky who rose up boards. And so there will probably be somebody when we get to this time next year that will have risen and there will be excitement about. But that is something to keep in mind if you're Chicago. You have to be at least confident that there will be somebody in next year's class or a way to address quarterback in next year's class if you go down this road of keeping Justin Fields. Mark Schofield is our guest here in the sports bar. Mark, before you came on, we were already looking ahead the next week, which would be the combine. To me, I don't know. What is the combine? What, what you? I'm asking the question because you have covered the combine. You've been out there. And is it anything more than just the, kind of the unofficial NFL convention where decision makers kind of get together? Maybe you know you have a little camaraderie with drinks because you know when you're looking at these athletes, uh, you know, what they do on the field, it's more like a TV show. I, I understand maybe for some interviews and certainly for the medical, but like wh- what are your views here and what is the combine like here in the year 2024? I mean, in many ways, it's sort of the official start to the off season because, you know, I haven't been out there a couple of times now. I remember being out there when it was clear, you know, when the rumble and prime and an elevation and all the other high velocity, excuse me, and all the other night establishments people congregate at. But Tom Brady wasn't coming back to New England. I mean, I remember that night like it was yesterday when it was clear amongst the Boston media members that, okay, we're entering a whole new world starting tomorrow morning. And so you're going to hear some stories coming out of Indianapolis next week about franchise tags and free agency movements and things like that as we get closer and closer to the true kickoff of the league free agency year, which starts with, of course, the wonderfully named legal tampering period, mm-hmm. which I will never truly understand. But the other thing to keep in mind is this. You know, you mentioned the interviews, you mentioned the medicals. The stuff we see on TV will matter for some players. Testing will matter for some players. Even, you know, interview sessions at the podium at the, you know, in the convention center will matter for some players. But what ultimately I think matters most are those individual meetings with teams when, you know, the scouting staffs and the coaching staffs in the front office can sit down with players and talk through the things they want to talk through and the medical testing. And you think about a player like Michael Penix Jr. with four seasons that were cut short due to injury, two, two ACLs, two shoulder injuries. Medical testing is going to be huge for players like Michael Penix Jr. And so, yes, the stuff we see on TV that is nice, that is packaged, it's good entertainment, and it does give us a glimpse into what some of these players can do, particularly at positions like pass rusher or tight end, where you know maybe you're not used the right way in college or the way you're going to be used in the NFL, but you see players like George Kittle who put up impressive testing numbers or Trayvon Walker who put up impressive testing numbers and go on to get drafted high or have good NFL careers. And so for some players, yes, what we see on TV will matter. But for many players, it's what we see behind the scenes that matters the most. Any players fresh from the Senior Bowl, any players heading into Indianapolis that you think we could see their stock rise based on how it all goes for them next week? Yeah, the Toledo cornerback, uh, Quentin Marshall, or Mitchell, he's fantastic. And he had a tremendous Senior Bowl 
He's certainly rising up boards. Uh, Roman Wilson Jr., the Roman Wilson, excuse me, the wide receiver out of Michigan. Uh, Ricky Pierce saw the wide receiver from Florida. I think both of those receivers helped themselves down in Mobile, and I would expect them to perform pretty well. But yeah, the Toledo corner is getting a lot of excitement right now. Talking to some people that were down in Mobile, they got a chance to see him up close and talk to him as well. There's a lot of excitement about him, and I think if he has a good week in Indianapolis, he's somebody that you're going to hear a lot more about as we get closer to the draft. So, Mark, uh, as we wrap up here, and if you want F1 coverage, Mark is your guy. Did, did you go out to Vegas for that? I did not get out to Vegas. Unfortunately, you schedule-wise, things didn't quite work out for me to get out there. Um, hopefully I'll get out there this year as well as getting down to Miami and Austin and who knows I might be able to get to a race overseas as well this year I got my fingers crossed there that things are going to work out but F1 preseason testing is underway we got two days in the books of action out in Bahrain we get the third day tomorrow and then it starts for real next week so getting excited about that too I, I get a lot of stuff I try to juggle this time of year and you know with the combine and the F1 season getting kicked off you know, it's a busy time for me, but it makes it fun every day. Following you on uh, X, best uh, route to get more of your work. Mark, what do you say? There you go. On X, at Mark Schofield. On threads, at Mark Schofield, 3916. Easiest way, of course, just check out SBNation.com every day. Mark, appreciate it. And uh, let's do this again before the draft. Really appreciate your time today. Looking forward to it already, my friends. Have a great afternoon. You Thanks, Mark. It. There he is. He's the best. Mark Schofield. You can check his work out at uh, SB Nation. He's worth a follow on X as well, at Mark Schofield. Um, do, do we have, is this finally the year? We talk about this every year where you get quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. I, the Patriots are going to get calls about that third overall pick. I think it actually could happen. Yeah, sure. It, it, what's Chicago doing? And, and what the wait is almost done. I mean, it'll be next week. By next week, he's right. There will be, Chicago has a plan. They know what they're going to do. This is their plan. They're going to execute their plan. Well, I would say this. What purpose would it serve if you're not getting a first-round pick? Like, you could take that second and third in 2025 for, for like, like wait for, for the fields team. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, we have this expectation that the fields deal this time next week. Okay, great. And it, I'm less worried about the fields deal and more they, what they can get for number one overall. Like if they, if they get a team desperate to get to number one overall, like Carolina did. Right. I like that. And if that means you keep fields, I can live with that too. I don't know that Fields is worth what he's going to command in terms of a salary, but I'm willing to suspend belief for another season if he sticks around with a new offensive coordinator. And let's just let's play it out. But yeah, it's it'll become a little bit more clear once we get into Indianapolis and these GMs and head coaches and and prospects all start talking. You get a better sense of what that roster might look like what that draft board might look like. Love Schofield joining us to kind of share his thoughts on not just what the Patriots could do there with the number three overall pick, but just his overall thoughts on the quarterback prospects, other prospects that we're going to see in Indianapolis as the offseason in the NFL rolls on. We've got some takes on tap next, and you mentioned the a bit of breaking news. Yeah. I don't want to bury it. We'll talk a little bit more about the punt gods' new team. Yeah, uh, yeah I, if I'm... If I'm Tommy Townsend, I'm getting my resume ready. If you ever like, who does he punt for? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, where Matt Ariza ended up, that's interesting. Uh, I actually have a text. Uh, somebody went to the Amherst game last night. 
texted me and texted you, Danger. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, this is interesting. We'll kind of get into that. And why, when it's your time, you actually should kind of do the right thing and step aside. You got to know what your exit plan is here. You have to have an exit strategy. Always. 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 Uh, I've, got a, um, I've got a take on a very, very, very lucrative business in our country that is exploding year over year over year. It's an industry that's become kind of close and near and dear to my heart, and I'll explain. Uh, we'll also talk uh, some Rochester Nighthawks with Ryan Lanchbury, who joins us at 425. You can join us at 866-4326. This hour of the Sports Bar is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.